Hey Anand, remember this match? Yeah man, I mean, this was this is what where it all started. Uh Boris Becker beating Kevin Curran in four sets and I remember this match because my grandfather made me watch this. Uh you know, he used to call him Bo Becker. Uh you know, Kevin Curran on the other side beat my idol who was I mean, I was a young kid of course and uh he beat John McEnroe in the quarterfinals. And then he beats Connors and he comes to this final and Becker is 17 years old. He's this kid. and uh, it was incredible to watch it just changed my life really truly changed my life because after that i was hooked to the sport what was your memory sakib yeah, this is the s- second match that i ever watched uh, first was a women's final the previous day but unlike you looked like uh, you had a head start in new macandro i had n- no knowledge i was uh, still i think 10 years old and or 8 years old as a cricket fan and uh, yeah boris becker karan was my second tennis match i barely knew how to score or follow the game uh like yourself like many people i think in that generation i just got hooked to tennis it was purely the big serving diving of becker and then i didn't watch any tennis till next year wimbledon semis against andre lacant and that's when i really got hooked to the sport mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know back then this was very significant but we didn't know it we were little kids right becker changed the way the sport was played he brought power and athleticism um and then of course ivan lendl brought the fitness element to this and and tennis changed forever yeah i couldn't agree more becker versus lendl i think is still uh, my favorite tennis rivalry because i'm one of the few rare tennis fans that i know from that era who rooted for both believe it or not lendl and becker and like you said lendl to me is the father of uh, power tennis i think every template that's being followed about the sport be it professionalism training coaching tournaments to play diet i think he's the man who introduced this and becker was a pure raw deal for lendl serving big returning big so that was a very very fascinating time and uh, they gave uh, if most people remember i think six uh, great grand slam matches so let, let me ask you this i mean if you're an 8 year old today and you're going to watch tennis who's that becker of this generation who are you watching out for it's hard to narrow down some some people may like kyrgios because he has an nba style swagger some confidence he's a bad boy uh version of uh, this era uh but i would say if you go back even 10 years ago nadal could be that guy even though i'm not a nadal fan but nadal could be that guy who could have brought many non tennis fans into tennis mhm i i i agree and uh, i think now if you look at the new bunch i mean you we are talking about zverev we're talking about chorich um you know a whole bunch of other guys taylor fritz I'm just not seeing any of them break through at 18 or 17 like Boris Becker did. That that was just a freak era. Well, Nadal did it a few years later, but these are two freaks in tennis and these people don't come along I think for decades. So, uh, some of it is also taken out uh, I guess the game has evolved in a way when uh, juniors just don't transition well. Uh, the game has gotten more physical. Uh, I think every journalist and commentator has said this over the years. So it's very hard for Nadal or Becker to come. And even besides Nadal and Becker, I think there are only two or three other uh teenagers that felt that imposing. One was Philippoussis, and then there was a uh, Safin for some time. Of course. And uh now, I mean Taylor Fritz and uh Zverev, they are big kids, but they just don't have that kind of presence. They're still it's, boys. It's not just the presence, Akib. I think it's also there's an X factor to what Becker and Nadal brought. I think we really underrate that factor. I mean, these these were physically imposing guys. Even at that age, they were outpowering some of their opponents at, the, at their time. 
And there's nothing to say that, you know, you couldn't have a Taylor Fritz who's six feet four or something that, that he couldn't bring that sort of power. I think they, these two guys, they just, they wanted to win. They knew how to win at that young age. And you don't, I, somehow I'm not seeing that anymore. I mean, I'm not going to question Becker's record as a teenager. Uh, he won all of his three Wimbledons before his 21st birthday, which yeah, is phenomenal. That's, right. that's not going to happen again. You can pencil it and down. And Rafa won French Opens. No, yeah, my point was Nadal played a very different style in uh, in an era where surfaces have been homogenized, but his top spin and his le- being lefty, I think, uh, was one of the biggest uh, biggest asks for anyone on the tour. He, he, he was hitting a ball that was far different. These youngsters won't make a breakthrough because the tennis has also changed. It's very physical. And uh, people don't recover in uh, in these days. And uh, and the other part is Becker was playing big strike tennis, which is something like Jack Sock is trying to play. But in this era, you cannot have a weakness because all these guys are so good. They'll find your backhand. They'll find your weakness. And uh, most courts are slow, like even the court in Bercy where they're playing today. Uh, Nishikori said this is one of the slowest courts. Uh, I think some of it is also lost uh, in translation how the game has changed over the years. So that's why it's even harder for someone who comes from junior tennis to play. So here's, here's what I'm banking on, Sagib. It, it's, it's that a lot of this is true, what you're saying. You know, the juniors can't break through because of the fitness levels in the tour. But I think a lot of this is completely skewed by how the top four are playing. Nobody's making those semis. Now you see Djokovic retire. You see uh, Roger Federer. I hope he, he takes his time. But, you know, these guys are going to go away at some point. There's going to be this void... And do you see then an 18-year-old come and beat like a 28-year-old Raonic? Absolutely. I think that can happen. I mean, it is a cycle. I mean, but the era we are seeing, it's kind of phenomenal in terms of consistency. Because before these four, uh, these big four we call them, only two players come to mind who were this consistent uh, in my tennis watching of, say, 28 years or more. One was Lendl and then one was Sampras. No one else, like Becker, McEnroe, they all had their lull points. They would just not, you know, flourish. Like Becker's highlight was Wimbledon, if you remember. And then he would shine in the indoor season. And that time, indoor season and road to this World Tour final. Which it's, it's funny, right? They, 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 you never even saw these guys in the first half of the year. And suddenly they would pop up on our televisions. Yeah, and no one would qualify for like World Tour finals in June or July. With Federer, Djokovic, Nadal, it's a given. In their best year, these guys are mathematically so ahead. They just qualify. While Becker and Edberg were playing for key points during the fall season. That's why fall season has lots has lost its meaning. How Completely do? agree. And so five years later, right? If you look five years from now and you put a crystal ball, I can see Zverev being close to top of the game. I can see maybe Taylor Fritz being somewhere in the top 10. But then I can also see an 18-year-old or 19-year-old. Now he doesn't have to play Djokovic and Federer anymore. He's up against Zverev. Agreed, these guys are going to be great. But maybe there's that phenom that comes along. But really, we're hoping for something. I mean, that, like I said, it happens once in many decades. Boris Becker was special. I believe in law of averages. I think Federer and Djokovic and even Nadal, these are like freaks of nature in terms of consistency. So as good as Zverev could be or even Dominic Team and these guys like Fritz and a bunch of Russians coming up like Medvedev and Rublev, who knows who's going to be there. So it's, it's hard to imagine uh, what the next generation is going to be like, but... I kind of respectfully disagree if you're saying the next three, four years. I don't think Djokovic is going anywhere that soon. No, he's not. He doesn't and look like he's going. neither is Murray. Murray is going to be a factor. He may not win, but these guys are like machines right now. So let me ask you this. Simple prediction, right? And obviously nobody's going to hold us to it uh, uh, for another year. But in the next three or four years, do you see a teenager winning a Grand Slam? 
I'll I'll say sell. I'm not I'm not interested in that because uh, unless something drastic happens, they speed up the courts at Wimbledon, lighter ball. Someone could come and you know hit maybe 160 aces then. But otherwise, if if there's a 15 year old letting listening to our podcast, I think you're going to win Wimbledon in three or four years. I think there is that guy who's going to show up and he's going to win, just like Becker, just like Rafa, almost like Del Potro. I think there is going to be this physical specimen that's going to show up who's going to be this 18, 19-year-old who desperately wants to win and he's going to beat some aging veteran like Djokovic, like Murray in the final and that'll change tennis and hopefully it'll change a lot of 8-year-olds in the world like it changed us. All right, let's stay relevant for now this week. So who do you see snatching up the last two spots? Your man Jack Sock is up against Dominic Team tomorrow. And if Sock is to win, that could really jeopardize Team's chances uh, because there are a few people breathing down his neck in Chilich, Burdick and Goffan. So your thoughts on that match tomorrow? Yes, so I think Sock has, I think he has a pretty good shot uh, against Team. Sock is playing well right now. And I think he beat Team the last time they played, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so the, he's he's one of these players I find he's sneakily good against uh, players that he's played against before. He starts to improve against them, and especially if team is feeling the pressure, I think uh, you might see actually Sock pull this one off. Uh, but again, Chilich was back very much back in the conversation with his win uh, last week, and so it'll be interesting to see if he is going to move up uh, because my prediction earlier was Goffin. But I really feel like Chilich is the one who's going to steal a march over these guys. Uh, we would like to conclude on the note that this is a very exciting last week of the season and a lot of matches really have a significant uh, meaning for the World Tour Finals. On a parting note, once again, Anand, thanks for joining. Uh, and let's do this again soon. Bye. Thank you, guys.